the opposite of addiction is connection. I would say to break that, you need to live more in the moment and quit worrying about past experiences or quit worrying about the future. You need to live more in the moment. Hmm. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. our studios in frigid Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Today's topic is one near and dear to my heart because I have struggled with this over and over and over again. Today's our topic is how to overcome self-sabotage. And this comes from one of our health and fitness renew you kickstart participants asking a question in the Small Scale Life Facebook group about self-sabotage. And I have to confess, I've been blowing up my dieting efforts time and time again due to self-sabotage. I've done this for years. After all, I have started and failed 14 different diet programs. You could say I'm an expert with self-sabotage because I've done it so much. But I want to get beyond this. I want to do this in my own life. I want to beat self-sabotage. So I had to do some digging on the interwebs, on the internet, to gather some information And then I also talked with my son, Danny Dahmers, about the subject. Danny is a marathoner. He's an ultra marathoner, meaning he runs 50 or more miles, which I think is crazy, and is going to school to become a drug and alcohol counselor. He's done a lot of studying about addictions and self-sabotage, especially to overcome that inner voice that wants him to stop training and stop running 50 to 100 miles. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine what that little voice says to him when he's doing those long runs. But before we get into our topic of the day, I know we have a lot of new listeners to the Small Scale Life podcast. My wife, Julie, and I are thrilled you're here. We're dedicated to helping you build a life you love by focusing on four core principles, which we call our pillars. That include health and fitness, simple living, minimalism and gardening, financial freedom and building communities around you. We know there's a ton of podcast blogs and bird box movies out there, but we're so glad you're spending time with us. For those of you who want to support our show and our blog, we have a new resources page on smallscalelife.com. We have affiliate links to Amazon, our online store at kit.com slash smallscalelife, and a couple others that are coming soon. If you're looking for gifts or doing some shopping, check out the resources page on smallscalelife.com and use our links for your shopping. There's no additional charge to you. And we get a little credit. We get a little credit for you using our link. Thank you again for supporting Small Scale Life. And if you have an affiliate that we should be looking at, let us know. Use the contact us form at smallscalelife.com. All right, enough of that. Let's get into today's topic on how to overcome self-sabotage. To understand self-sabotage, we need to understand what it is. And I, for all of my self-sabotage behavior, I've never really dug into what it means. So I wanted to do a little research on that and figure out what exactly are we talking about. I used the dictionary and I found the following definitions for self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is sabotaging, whether consciously or subconsciously, of oneself. And sabotage is defined as intentionally destroying something. 
So we're really destroying and derailing our efforts here when we start to engage in self-sabotage. And we use the term self-sabotage when we get completely off our 24-hour plans or our plan and graze through the refrigerator, pantry, and the freezer. You know, we grab that bucket of ice cream and we start chomping down. And it doesn't have to be the picking out stuff. A lot of times it's what we call the BLTs, the bites, licks, and tastes. Yes, we've all done it when we're making breakfast or lunch or dinner. You know, oh, hey, I'm going to have a little bite of this, a little grab of that. Oh, a kid didn't eat that or your wife didn't eat this or your husband didn't eat that. I'm just going to eat that. It can also be sitting at our desk or on the couch eating that whole bag of chips or ice cream or whatever little snack we grab. Hey, you walk by that big pile of M&Ms, that big bucket of M&Ms at the the office and grab a handful. Yep, you're doing some self-sabotage and some grazing right there. So where does this come from? Why do we continue to derail our best laid plans? And don't we want to be the best person we can be? I mean, you'd think we would have this all figured out, right? So as I did some more research on self-sabotage, I found an interesting article from Experience Life. And there's a link in the show notes at smallscalelife.com. I uh, It was really an article directed towards late night snacking. And this is something that I've gotten myself, you know, I'm trying to, a habit that I'm trying to break. Actually, I wanted to start an article on this, but self-sabotage was the was something else that caught my eye and that I thought we needed to address as we move forward with our health and fitness practice and journey. This article in Experience Life did have a section on self-sabotage that caught my eye, and it says, this is from the article, you may be eating in order to keep yourself overweight. Subconsciously, we may be afraid of having the, the body we want Afraid of the attention that could come from having a super body, unsure of how it may alter our relationships with others, or simply unsure we are ready to transition into a new form. If you suspect this might be the case, consider getting a few sessions of hypnosis or counseling or acupuncture or any other type of treatment you find appealing to help you get your whole system, conscious and subconscious, on board. You know, we do this a lot of times when we... When we're at work or in our lives, we're working hard and we're about to grab onto success and we get a little nervous, right? I mean, what is that going to do to us? We may want that promotion. We may want to lose weight. We may want to improve our health, but we're a little afraid that if we actually do, our whole world around us changes. You know, people are used to us being a certain way. Hey, you're part of the Clean Plate Club. You're eating everything inside. Awesome. That's great. Oh, are you hungry? Hey, grandma's going to make you another plate of food. So we're used to being treated a certain way. We're used to being a certain way. And we are used to being that way too, right? We're used to that. So I think if we look at our personality types, those of us who are working on the health and fitness, renew you at smallscalelife.com, go to smallscalelife.com and click renew you in 2019, I think you would find that many of us who are battling these weight and health issues, we're helpers, we're the caretakers, we're the givers, we're the people that are working hard to provide for other people in our family and our lives. We work so hard for everybody else that we sacrifice our own health to make sure everyone else's needs are met. We're the people that give the shirt off the back and probably everything else too, right? Who's with me on that? I'm sure you guys are with me on that. Julie and I discussed changing your mindset. It was day four of the Renew You Kickstart, and it's also a podcast on smallskilllife.com. 
And day seven, leveling up and next steps. We also talked about mindset there too. We need to change our stinking thinking. We need to change our mindset. We need to break the programming and push beyond that. So how do we do that? You might think I'm an expert in self-sabotage and failure. Just because I have so much good practice at it or so much practice at it, it doesn't it doesn't qualify me to lead you on this on this topic and get success out of it. I'm learning too. So I found it a little bit more in this Experience Life article. I found a passage that was pretty useful. So it usually takes, it generally takes most people only a week or so to break the habit. After that, things get much easier. At the outset, when urges and cravings are most likely to be making you crazy, take a multi-prong approach. Be prepared to try anything from distractions and and substitutions to self-lectures and new age rituals. Podcasts, maybe, like a small scale life podcast. That might be a good way to go. To get you through your weakest hours and get a few nights of success under your belt. And you got to build on those successes. We'll talk about that in a minute. So that makes a lot of sense. I stand on a mountain of failure. I decided to bring somebody in who's faced different challenges. This person, Danny, he's done a lot of work on himself. He's learning a ton at college from research, from podcasts, from audiobooks, his work, his running ultramarathons. Danny has decided to be a drug and alcohol counselor. He's been taking, taking in all of this knowledge, and um, he's really interested in psychology. He wanted to have a conversation. I wanted him to tell me what he's been learning about these topics. After all, he's had to train his body and mind to overcome that inner rebel, that inner voice that whispers in your ear, hey, stop running. You don't want to go to the gym today. Hey, you want to eat that ice cream? Oh, you want to have a sandwich before you go to bed? Something like that, right? So Danny and I had an interesting conversation. He actually didn't, he didn't know that I was recording him. I started to write this article and I had a blank computer screen. I was at a loss because, like I said, I'm standing on a mountain of failure. So Danny and I started having a conversation over dinner at the kitchen table. And uh, he had a really he had some really interesting perspectives on self-sabotage, addictions and overcoming those addictions. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think this is really good stuff. I mean, my mind was blown, just blown away. So this is his first podcast. He didn't know I was recording it. And we are literally sitting at the kitchen table without any gear. I just had my handheld recorder. No prep time. This is just off the cuff. This is just another conversation that tells over dinner. And uh, you'll hear some funny stuff in here. Uh, Savannah jumps in at one point. Uh, We also had Karma the Wonder Dog literally jumping in. She tried to jump up on my lap as I'm sitting at the uh, on a bar stool at the table and uh then later on she farted (laughs) what can you do this is how it works sometimes at our house right so this is all part of the podcast just just sit back and enjoy it it's about 10 minutes then i'll come back and we'll kind of wrap up here but uh all right hold on everybody here we go habit that you continue to do even though you experience negative consequences. That's the definition of addiction. Really? That's a good point. You can be addicted to literally anything. Right? I'm addicted to being a badass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how do you break that? I mean, what do they say to say it's not drugs or alcohol, right? How do you break that defeating? The opposite of addiction is connection. I would say to break that, you need to live more in the moment 
and quit worrying about past experiences or quit worrying about the future. You need to live more in the moment. Hmm. And Because worry will drive that? Yeah, I mean, the more you worry, the more you worry. There's no sense worrying because what's, what's the purpose of worrying? You can't change anything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. There's no sense in worrying. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So planning, living within your plan, trying not to deviate, trying hard not to deviate. I mean... Well, it's accepting that sometimes you might deviate. Mm. It happens. Yeah, Everyone. perfection is the enemy of the good. Yeah, because if you try so hard to be perfect and you mess up, you're going to be extremely hard on yourself, you know? Yeah, that's true. So don't strive to be perfect, except you're going to make mistakes. It's just a part of life. Everyone does it. Right. No one's perfect. That's true. That's a good point. And like Hannah Montana said, nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it. Again and again until you get it right. <laughs> yeah. So they talk, they, have you gotten to this in your classes yet? This kind of stuff? I mean, addiction you have, obviously, but... I mean, we're just starting. I'm yeah. on literally chapter one of every oh. one of my classes. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I took psychology. Yeah. Listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, what some people are asking is they're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, chilling in Netflix, and then they want it to get hungry, right? They might be bored. Snacks. Might be thir- yeah, the snacks, right? Mm-hmm. So how they overcome the salty snacks, how they overcome the sweet snacks. Well, it's the same thing. You're wired. This, it's the same thing as, say, alcohol or drugs. Your mm-hmm. brain's wired the exact same way, mm-hmm. you know? So you need to you need to be well. The first step is being conscious of that. Right. So if you're conscious of that, you've already taken the first step. Mm. Recognize you have a problem. Recognize, mm. and then you need to find maybe it's if you're snacking, find something healthier to do. Mm-hmm. Or I always say <laughs> drink a cup, drink a glass of water. <coughs> yeah. And then if you're thinking about it, envision a chicken, chicken and brown rice. Does that sound appetizing in your mind? If it does sound appetizing, you're probably hungry. If it doesn't sound appetizing, you're probably just bored and snacking out of boredom. Mm. That's smart. That's a good. That's that's pretty smart, isn't it? Because think about it. If you chug a glass of water, most of the time we're dehydrated. Yeah. We're not hungry. You know, we just haven't drank enough, or you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's true. One, one thing I've learned over the years. I was just reading an article. They said before you start snacking, picture. No, not picture yourself. Go and strip down naked, and then start snacking. I'm t- <laughs> you know, go try because it, it'll probably it'll probably curb your enthusiasm. Um, so to, so to listen to David Goggins' book. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did he talk about that? He lost one hundred and eight pounds in three months. Well, he worked out like a crazy. Well, that he just madman. You should download his book. I'm telling you. Like he literally lays out 10 things to do, like perfect 10 things like you can implement and you're like, I'm telling you, it's what, what are some of those things? It's called the accountability mirror. Oh yeah? So that's one of the things. So you look at the mirror and then, here, let me, I've actually got this thing already saved. So gosh darn it, people like me kind of stuff? Let me, I'm smart enough? I have I'm strong enough. the hashtag saved. It's called Can't Hurt Me on Instagram. If you yeah. look it up, there's people posting about it. Yeah. Like right here. It's got about looking in the mirror and then you put things up there. It's oh. being honest. It's just you. It's just you. There's no one else there. It's being honest with yourself. Huh. 
looking in the mirror and being honest. Some of these are pretty negative. Like, you've gotten lazy or mm-hmm. you've gotten fat. I mean, I suppose That's it's what honest, Dan but... Says. It's you, you being honest with yourself. He's being fucking honest. Okay. Tell me about it. So Goggins has... <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> something called the accountability mirror. He yeah. pasted sticky notes around the outside outlining not only his goals, but small steps he'd need to take to accomplish those goals. Each day he would review those notes to keep himself accountable. Yeah. That's one. Apply progressive overload, not just in your workouts, but in your life. Know why you're in the fight to stay in the fight. Yeah, those strong whys. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's important. Use your past successes to create your own second wins. Yeah, build on your success, get momentum. <laughs> you will feel alone. You will feel insecure. Get over it. <laughs> well, and that's... And, well, get over it. Yeah, I mean, especially if... Like, Mom's at happy hour right now, and everybody's probably going to have a couple few glasses of mm-hmm. wine, and she's going to have tea. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame her if she had a glass of wine, but she's going to try to stick to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're, you are all, all alone out on an island. Mm-hmm. And some guys, they do that. They go to happy hour with the boys, and they say, I'm on a detox. You know, I'm not drinking right now. I'm trying to dry out. I'm just on a detox thing. Well, I, I mean, look at me. Yeah? I don't drink anywhere, anytime, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just part of your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. God. Our, <laughs> our See, I want to be in someone's life. I know, you want to be up here and talking with us, too. I know. Well, that's interesting. You can have that as your own thing. Well, you need to, and you don't have to beat yourself up. Like, that's a problem a lot of people have. It's yourself yeah. up. It's about owning. Yes. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. That's, you know. She's farting. <laughs> she totally oh. did. Yucky. That was loud. That was totally loud. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Like Dave David Clark's another ultra runner. Oh yeah? His book's called Out There. And okay. I actually listened to that book when I was running uh the twelve hour race. That's oh. the book I was listening to for like the whole way. What's this? The had, David was, uh, the David show or what? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He was a three hundred and fifty pound alcoholic. Yeah. And then he ended up losing The Vegan guy, right? Is he the vegan he's, guy? He's not Rich Roll, but he's okay. vegan too. He okay. ended up losing 160 pounds, and now he's been sober 12 years. Wow. But he he runs these ultra marathon races, but he said he wanted to become, he didn't want to become a runner, he wanted to change his lifestyle to that of a runner, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to be just a runner, he wanted just, when you run, it's not just running, it's a whole lifestyle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he wanted to, he didn't want to be, he wanted to be like, an athlete, you know, like mm-hmm. cater his lifestyle like that. Right, right. You know, and when he said he went to the gym for the first time, he couldn't run more than fifteen seconds at a time. Mm-hmm. So he would do like he would run for ten seconds or not run, interval but, like, type stuff. Go for ten seconds and just do what he could do. You know? Yeah, and he did that every day for like a year. I mean, like a year. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up. He eventually did a five k, then he did a half marathon, then he did a marathon, but. He said when he first started, he couldn't run more than 10 seconds. Hmm. It's just crazy. Hmm. I think that accountability mirror thing is good. We were just going through our um, kind of our long-term vision, and we mm-hmm. have some. We were storyboarding it with pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to print those out because. What do you we mean, were, like a 10-year transformation thing? Like, um, so it was kind of where we want our life to go in the next. Inspiration board. Inspiration yeah, board. inspiration board. Yeah, the next five years or so, what we're going to be shooting for and what we're. Mm-hmm we're going for so mm-hmm. some short-term stuff some long-term stuff but same kind of idea i gotta send those pictures to your mom <laughs> yeah but it's the same concept 
So you can't build it. You can't build the Great Wall of China in a day. That's right. You start the journey break. of a thing, single, uh, a thousand the miles. Journey of a thousand miles begins with a, with a single, single step. step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you should. I'm telling you, Goggins' book, though. Oh. Yeah. That one is probably <clears throat> one of the best I've ever listened to. Even David, David listened to the whole thing. He's yeah. Like, David's like, I just listened to the whole thing, and I'm gonna save it, and then when we're doing our race, I'm gonna play it. He's yeah. Like, I'm like, we should just have a speaker and just blare the book out. The whole time. <laughs> You'll be run along with this thing on your, you know, the old boombox on well, your it's shoulder. Just, it's so cool because <laughs> at the end of each chapter on the Audible, yeah. it's a podcast. So yeah. it's literally talking about everything. And he but, breaks it down so good. Yeah. Well, Mom's got it on her Audible. Um, my aud- uh, We both stopped our Audibles because government shut down stuff, but hopefully mm-hmm. that could solve soon. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think Danny did great, don't you? I mean, that was great. You did a really great job. I can't wait to get him on the podcast to talk about ultra running, uh, running in general, fitness, training, all that kind of stuff. Just wanted to bring him in slowly but surely to the fam to the family business. Here we go. We're bringing him in. We're bringing him in. So it's pretty cool. I'm I'm really proud of Danny. He's come a long way, a long way, and uh, it just makes me smile. He just really some of the things he said just really got me. And uh, one of the biggest things that he said was the opposite of addiction is connection. Let that sink in for a minute. The opposite of addiction is connection. And that is amazing revelation for me. It's just amazing. I never thought of it that way. And I have to thank Danny for this because I've never really looked into it. I've never really thought about it. And it just, for me, it explains so much and it really ties everything we're doing at Small Scale Life together. It really comes back to community, right? You're not all by yourself. You're not just an individual floating through this life in space. You have to have friends around you. You have to have a family around you, have friends, people. We're not meant to live alone. And if you think about all the problems we have in this country, in your town, in your neighborhood, it's because there's no connection, right? There's no connection. We don't know who our neighbor is right next door or behind us or in front of us. We don't talk to those people because, you know, whatever. Where do you even start to build this connection with people? Well, I've got a good place for you. How about the Small Scale Life Facebook group? Yes, it's it's virtual. Yes, you're going to have to meet people eventually in real time in your space or in reality, but you can meet people at the Small Scale Life Facebook group and start to build there. So become a member there and engage, engage in this process. That means talking. That means engaging means talking. You got to get your hands dirty a little bit, right? Ask questions. Talk a little bit to us. Everybody's nice there. Everybody's great. But stop being alone. You're not the high plains drifter in a movie wandering through the desert, going to conquer all the world. You might need some help because eventually you need to sleep, you need to eat, and you might need to go to the bathroom. You can't do this all by yourself in a mean, tough world. So Julie and I are there. We will talk with you. We'll engage with you. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to the group, just message us, email us. 
do what you need to do. We're here for you. We'll talk to you. We might not have all the answers right away, but we know a lot of people that do. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox on that. Anyway, besides establishing connections, Danny had a lot of interesting tips for us. One, drink water before you start snacking. We're all dehydrated. We don't drink enough water. So drink some water. Uh, If you open the fridge or pantry and are looking for something to eat, you're really not that hungry. Julie and I were just talking about this, how she was doing this the other day and realized that she wasn't hungry. She was just bored. You're trying to self-medicate. Drink some tea. Drink kombucha. Dombucha kombucha. Hey, or, you know, figure that out. Drink some water, right? Go away from that pantry. Close the fridge. Close the pantry. You know, get busy. Get a hobby, right? You're really probably not that hungry. If if all that you eat during the day is protein shakes and carrot sticks, you're probably not eating enough. And that's a big problem with dieting, right? We don't eat enough. So we got to eat regular, well-balanced meals and allow some healthy snacks. Again, use our 24-hour plan, part of Renew You, you know, small-scale life slash Renew You. You get that 24-hour plan. It's also on the resources page. You just, you'll get that emailed right, right to you. If you're really hungry before you get you go to bed, eat something small. Some eat something healthy. Just stop binging on the huge calories, chips, and all that stuff. Ice cream. Uh, really, a really important one is develop powerful whys. Why are you doing this? You'll stay in the fight if you develop those very specific and powerful whys. I want to run a marathon in in six months, or I want to run a five k in six months or, you know, develop the powerful whys, right? I want to be alive in five years, right? I, I mean, I want to go hiking this summer, you know, develop those powerful whys, look at them every day, have them be part of your accountability, accountability mirror. So you, you heard how Danny gets so excited about Dave Goggins. That's his hero. And this is really good. I mean, Dave Goggins, he lost a lot of weight. He became a Navy SEAL done all these things and he used one of these things called an accountability mirror and you stare at yourself in the mirror and you you're honest with yourself you write down quotes on post-it notes and put them around that mirror and you look at them every day right you're honest with yourself no more lying you got to be honest uh and then the next step six use small steps and victories to get momentum got to celebrate those small victories, but keep moving, moving forward. Don't get stuck there. Keep moving forward. You're not done yet. So use small steps and victories, victories to get momentum. And then number seven, tell your inner voice to shut the F up. (laughs) You know, you're in charge here, man or lady. Take charge, right? That little voice. I mean, it's always trying to mess with you. Shut up. Move on. You got this. And again, your friends can probably help you with that, right? Your accountability partners, people in Small Scale Life Facebook group, you know, we can be there for you. You know, keep pushing. Tell you that inner voice. Not today. Not today. 
<laughs> so Danny recommended the following books, and they're available on Small Scale Life's kit store, so small, uh, kit.com slash life under motivation. Um, and also, you can use Small Scale Life's affiliate link to, to buy those. Again, they're on the resource page at smallscalelife.com. David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, Master Your Mind and Defy the Odds. That's a 2018 book. And then David Clark, out there, a story of ultra recovery, and that's from 2014. You can get that at uh, at kit.com slash small scale life. And uh, yeah, I mean, even if you don't buy it, whatever you want to do. But I, I would recommend doing some research, looking at it. Um, I'm going to leave you that with this. Something for you to think about. This is at the end of the article I wrote on this. Danny had an interesting exercise for me as we concluded our conversation and I didn't have the recorder going, I should have. So what is more important as you start this? Is it our behaviors? Is it our thoughts or is it our feelings? I did all kinds of talking. I fumbled it. I was rationalizing everything like crazy, but he just, he just smiled and he said, start with your thoughts, right? We got to fix our thinking. It's our mindset. We, this is the secret sauce. Start with your thoughts. Your thoughts control everything. So once you clean up your thoughts, you'll control those feelings. You won't feel that depression and that anxiety and that fear. You know, your thoughts are controlling those feelings and your body will follow. Your behaviors will follow. Okay? Think about that. Thoughts first, then your feelings, then your behaviors. Get that going. So I'm really proud. Danny did a great job. It was a really fun little podcast to pull off. Um, you know, I've got a lot of work to do on my own. Here, or, uh, I've got a lot of work to do on this as well. I'm not an expert. I failed a lot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I probably, I you know, admitting you have the problem is the first step. Yeah, I probably am addicted. I am addicted to food, and uh, you know, sn- sneaking these BLTs and bites, licks, and tastes, you know, you gotta, you gotta face it, you gotta deal with it. And, uh, that's the only way we're going to move forward. So I hope this gave you something to think about and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be making more content. Um, really excited that we had this, put this one together. Uh, I think for me it was life changing. I just learned a ton and it's really cool that you learn a ton from your own kid. I mean, young man or young woman. I mean, when, when your offspring brings something like that and blows your mind, that's pretty cool. So I'm a proud Papa. (laughs) So we appreciate you listening here at small scale life. We will be back soon and, uh, you know, join the small scale life Facebook group, you know, talk to people, talk to me if you want. I'm all, I'm usually around and, uh, we'll be happy to talk with you. So, uh, Hope you all get on it. Go get them, lifers. Remember to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. And this is Tom from Small Scale Life. We'll see you real soon. Take care, everybody.
This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am back for another end of podcast discussion with you, all you small-scale lifers. I hope you learned a lot from this podcast, lots about food addictions and uh, self-sabotage. And, of course, I like how we we are going to overcome these things. We're going to think about chicken and rice, rice and chicken, chicken and rice. See, I told you these things at a couple of podcasts ago and, and you all laughed. Guess what? I was right. Ha! <laughs> so make sure you, you get some chicken and rice and put it in your refrigerator. Make sure you overcome the food addictions and the self-sabotage. You're making good progress. Keep going. I'm watching you and make sure you do it. I'm here. I'm always here. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm here to pump you up and we'll see you on the next podcast. I'm addicted to being a badass.